My name is Atara and I have MS. Along with a few other health issues that have sidelined me from the workforce and most activities that normal people get to enjoy. And that isn't even the half of it. Having to juggle family, personal relationships, and intimacy is all in a day's work. Well, it's more than work for someone with an array of health issues. It's an obstacle course of pain and lots of learning along the way. If I can remember what I learned, that is. But don't take my word for it. Sit back, listen, subscribe, and find out why my life is a shit show and how I might be able to make it just a little bit better. So when you spend time with your family on Thanksgiving or if you're not in America, whatever family gatherings you have, you typically think about all of your family, right? Your immediate family, your significant others, your children, your parents, your in-laws. And then you start to think aunts and uncles and cousins and grandparents and great-grandparents and all of those people who cannot or are not with you. And it's a weird thing. I was recently talking to someone, um, I was recently talking to my mother-in-law who asked me if I could get her a copy of my father-in-law's paternal side of the family tree. I got interested in genealogy when I was pregnant with my second son. So 2011, I had just started thinking I was on bed rest all the time and I was like, you know what? I need to find something I can do from the bed that will keep me entertained and isn't just reading and sleeping, right? So I got into genealogy. I had spent time with my great-grandmother when I was little and my grandfather and it was frequent and I had fond memories of them, but they were both on my dad's dad's side. And I don't really remember any time I spent with his mother's side of the family My mother's mom died when I was very young, and I didn't really know her father. I met him once for sure, maybe twice. Um, I stayed with my aunt one summer, was a teenager, so I had some idea of my mom's side of the family because she had more information than my dad did. So I got into genealogy. Oh my gosh, it is such a rabbit hole of amazement, especially if you get family stories and photos and all of that stuff is just, it makes me feel connected, connected to my ancestors that I didn't get a chance to meet, but I got to read about where they lived what part of the city they lived in, what state they lived in. Look at the census records and you get to see what their job was, what their education level was, all sorts of crazy information that you would never think that you get to know. I found um, a census record where, gosh, I can't even remember now. I don't do genealogy as much because MS has just ravaged my brain, but There was a family who their sibling died, so they adopted their children and took them in and changed their names. So when I was trying to find those children older with these other last 
original last names. I couldn't find them. And so, you know, I start to go back on the census records and I start looking at census records of the siblings and I'm like, hey, those are the right ages and names for these kids. And then you realize that they get adopted out, which is an amazing thing to do from family members so they don't have to go to an orphanage. I mean, freaking orphan trains, man. That's a whole other, whole other thing that we used to do, which is just intensely insane. But that's not the point. The point is when you get together for family functions, you start to think about it. And what I realized when my mother-in-law asked me for this information, it was for her husband's cousin, I believe. And he's much older. I think he's 70s or 80s. So I gave her that and he wanted he wanted a copy so that he could have it, but so that he could also send it to another cousin who was dying of cancer, I believe. Don't quote me on that one. All of the information gets mixed up in my head. But it just amazes me. Like, why is it that people don't start looking for who their family was until they're at the ends of their life? Why don't you want to know who your family is and take that information when, say, your parents are alive and you can sit down and ask them all of these questions or your grandparents and ask them questions? You know, firsthand experience and information is so much better than having to look it up on websites and census records and federal databases. I just, to me, it's astonishing that you don't want that information ahead of time like that's amazing like I know my kids probably don't care very much right now they definitely didn't care 10 years ago when I started but you know what maybe when they're old or maybe when they start to have children or have significant others they're gonna want this information and now I have done all of this work and they will have it at their fingertips and I work to build some sort of map and timeline. This is where they lived and this is the family they lived next to. This was their career during this time. This is who their significant others were and here are photos and all of the cousins I can find and siblings and children and children's children and as far back as I can go. Because at some point, they're going to want that information. And yeah, they might be in their 70s or 80s when they want it, which is weird. But they might want it in their 20s, like I did. So I have it there. And you don't realize how much you miss without having that source there. I just think, you know, both of my dad's parents died in 2004. If I had been so intrigued before they passed, I could have had so much more information, so much knowledge. I would have flown to my grandfather and sat down and asked him questions upon questions about his life and his career in the military. Instead, his son, my dad's brother sent me photos 
way past the time he passed. And I see all of these pictures of my grandfather as a young man doing weird stuff on a beach. Like, he's doing handstands and making a pyramid with other guys and wearing very, very short swimsuit shorts. And then I look at the census records for about the same time frame, I would think, for the photos. And it says he's a pool boy at some private pool club. I'm like, what? What the hell? <laughs> like, I would have loved to hear stories about this. What is happening? I have pictures of my mom's mom working at Oh, gosh, I can't even remember without looking at the notes, but it's like a water plant, I think, in Washington. And what I wouldn't give to just be like, what did you do? I could just see you sitting here next to all of these pipes and something that looks like a computer, but it's before we had what computers look like now. And what was it like? you know, growing up first generation American because my mother's grandparents on her mom's side came from Denmark. So what was that like? You know, I would love a time machine or a TARDIS. Give me a TARDIS. I want to go back and talk to these people and be like, what is going on? I need all of this information because you don't realize that your life is so interesting. To other people. It encourages me to want to make something for my children when they can't remember what I'm like right now. Yes, MS, fibromyalgia, Meniere's disease, cog fog, limited mobility, all of these things affect who I am today, who they see. It has always affected who my youngest sees. I am in constant pain. So there's very little that I can do with them now. I want them to know, though. I want them to have something that gives them a firsthand perspective of their mother when they're older and be like, oh, you know, I kind of sort of remember mom, but... Like, I don't remember what she was like when she was young. I told my husband that I want to make, like, a video of me singing to my favorite song so that the kids have the ridiculousness that is me in the future. And I'll just attach it to the family tree, and I'll be singing current songs from Dean Lewis and Lewis Capaldi, but then I'll also be singing My House by Flo Rida and you know, What a Man by salt and Peppa and all of these things. Like, it will look ridiculous, but I don't care. I want them to have that. I would love my children to know who I was. And I'm going to start using dictation software to give them a autobiography of the things I can remember. And obviously I'll have to cross check it with my mom because my mom's like, nope, we didn't do that. That happened somewhere else. So, you know, it's those things, your brain changes what happens. And I had my mom and her two sisters together a while back and I was just, I had my phone and I was like, okay, I need you guys to talk about your grandparents because there's such a huge age difference between them. And I was like, just, just 
tell me stories and I recorded it on my phone and my stupid phone stopped like I don't even know when but I missed at least an hour of this information and I was just like how am I ever going to get this opportunity again to get these sisters together and have a conversation and now that I'm doing this podcast, I'm thinking, okay, well, I can plug my phone into here and get my mom over here because she's local, maybe set it up one at a time when one of my aunts is here, get my other aunt on the phone, and we are going to record some shit because they had nicknames that were different flowers. My mom remembers um, something about herring and now she, she literally just told me on Thanksgiving and I can't even remember if it was her mom or her grandmother who loved pickled herring, but we were talking about Denmark and she's like, I'm never eating pickled herring. And I was like, I would never force you to eat pickled herring. That sounds terrible. So I just wanted to make a brief little podcast sidelined completely, not even something that I was planning on doing that um, just talked about family because it came to my brain when I was talking to my mom over Thanksgiving that we miss out on so much information. I have um, files I got from the government on one of my great uncles and it was in depth and it had letters and all of this documentation and his handwriting and it's just it's amazing to be able to have that information and be transported to a time where you weren't there and get just a tiny little glimpse as to what their life might have been like and I think that's important and it's an important thing to remember while you're young Remember while your family is around, get their information, find out their life stories, see what they remember, and then you have it. Record their voices so you can listen to them talking long before they're gone, but also long after they're gone, because that's something that you're going to want later on. You're going to want to remember the sound of your parents. Mm, some more than others, probably. Depends on your your life. But at some point, you might want it. You might want to go back and be able to hear the sounds and the words that they used to say to you. Because you'll miss it. I was talking about my great-grandma. Um, originally, this podcast episode was going to be about my mindfulness therapy session, um, where I talked about my great-grandmother, but I decided to just make it about family in general and wanting to know where you come from and where the future generations are going to want to know where they come from. And so you should take advantage of that while you can. Anyways, my next episode is going to be a conversation with my friend Megan about fostering dogs for freedom service dogs it's going to be a maze balls and i'm hoping to get it out this week this episode is just a little special late thanksgiving episode while i still edit and uh it's a long conversation megan and i had so i'm going to try and keep most of it in because she's awesome and freedom service dogs is awesome but um just take take time 
take time, appreciate the people in your life, and maybe you want to take down their history, record a video of a story they tell you, have them write down what their life was like, record it on audio. Take advantage of today's technology so that you have a glimpse of what they were like when they are gone. And then their future generations can see what they were like when they are no longer around. That's it for this week's episode of My Life is a Shit Show. Please rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. The website is mylifeisashitshow.com. Email us at mylifeisashitshowpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at mylifeisashitshow. Thank you.